First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, some more claims that people who can afford medical aid are deferring buying medical aid until later in life. And companies also beginning to pull out of forcing their workers to have compulsory medical aid. So often for years, you join a company, you'd be told you have to have medical aid and they'll sort of work it through your salary. And of course, the future of medical aid is very interesting at the moment because of the NHI. And Bali Kumalo is the MD at Sameka Healthcare. And Bali, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm well, thanks. So medical aid's shrinking. I mean, it seems that the number of people who belong to medical aid is staying the same, but the population's growing. That's correct. And it is a huge concern for us. Why is it happening? Is medical aid just too expensive? Um, it's a number of reasons, Stephen. So from an employer point of view, we saw a shift um, in the last 10 years where employers shift that to cost to company and they give you a total guaranteed pay and uh, participation in medical schemes were, was still mostly compulsory. And now we are seeing a shift where they are making it voluntary. Um, both from a cost perspective from the employer as well as the employees. So the employees are putting pressure because of affordability and they are demanding more choice. As you know that if you are participating as compulsory, there are a number of schemes, two or three schemes that are available for you. And employee, employees are now saying, well, there's more out there. Why don't you offer me that? So the employer is saying, okay, you decide how you give your total guaranteed pay and you're on your own. Um, it's interesting because we hear still so many horror stories about what happens in, in the government sector. I mean, Tembisa Hospital has been in the news, Helen Joseph, others. So you would think that anyone who could would want to make sure that they would not be caught up in that. And that's not what's happening. I just wonder if it's the cost that people are really squeezed at the moment, and that's the main issue. Um, that is exactly it. Um, and we, we've just come out of COVID which was a, a rude awakening and, and telling all of us that we really need to have um, private health cover. But that is not the trend we are seeing. It is, of course, affordability. And um, people are just thinking that I'm young and healthy. I don't need to buy cover. However, what they don't take into account is that if you are older and sick, which is not um, you don't choose to be sick when you are old, you are going to get sicker. Um, that is more expensive. When you are underwritten, there's um, penalties, late donor penalties, mm. there's uh, waiting period. So when you have a condition, you join, you pay a premium with a 75% loading, and you can't even access that benefit because you are on a 12-month waiting period. Um. There are also so many other options now. I mean, a lot of people get a hospital plan and the, or they'll get something in case they break an arm or they're in a car accident. Um, whereas the medical aides, I sometimes wonder if they've made their lives just too complicated. You know, it's just sort of too difficult to access everything. And in the end, you don't feel like you're getting value for money. I mean, I wonder if there's a sort of marketing problem sometimes. Yes, a medical scheme is complex and it just requires education. And there are other more affordable options like a primary health care insurance. Um, but people need to be aware what that provides you and what it doesn't provide you. If you compare um, medical insurance versus medical scheme, medical insurance doesn't offer you hospitalization. It will offer you um, emergency and accident stabilization in a private hospital and when you stabilize you move to the public hospital and you don't get tax credits you don't, there's a lot of stuff that you don't get and when you decide to join medical aid 
it will be re- not recognized. So you will be underwritten still, although you were participating on a medical insurance for the past whatever number of years. Um, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen to the NH- what's going to happen to medical aids under the NHI. I mean, it looks like their role will be very much reduced. How do you see it? Um, well, first of all, Stephen, NHI is not going to happen tomorrow. We 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 seeing that it's going to take another good number of years, and even then. NHI is just a funding mechanism. We know that the infrastructure, the skills, and the facilities are are, are really under a lot of pressure. And that is not going to disappear overnight. Even if NHI was implemented in a year or two, there is still going to be a lot of disparity in terms of accessing uh, quality care through the NHI solution. Mbali Kumalo, thank you, Managing Director at Semeca Healthcare. Uh, how do you, I mean, what provision have you made for your healthcare? Do you have a provision? 086 000